From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, this is The Five O'Clock, a weekly podcast of our Sunday 5 p.m. service. I'm Patrick Miller, the rector of St. Mark's. Welcome. I know it's contrary to the season, but I've never been one for Hallmark movies. This isn't because I'm opposed to schmaltz or I hate happy endings or anything. I just like my fantasies to have a little bit more bite to them, you know, to have some edge. Suffering and sadness are such an inherent part of life that in the human condition that uh, just as much as joy and hope are, I, I feel like the darker elements are necessary in order for me to really buy into the fantasy. If everything is uh, as cheesy as it is in a Hallmark movie, if everyone is a lawyer or a dentist or a doctor and there's no suffering or tragedy, the biggest problem is you have to move back to your rural town from where you were born. It just is not appealing to me in that same way. I want the darker moments so that the eventual victory feels earned. And I can feel that way about Christmas sometimes too. On the one hand, Christmas is when we get together with loved ones. We exchange gifts. We get time off from work and school. But on the other hand, the days get shorter and the nights longer. The weather gets harsher. And responsibilities pile up before the end of the, of the year. For many, holiday seasons are difficult. Times for the first time without the loved ones that they have lived their whole lives. And this is not to say that we shouldn't take joy in Advent and Christmas. Far from it. Rather, I think we should allow for this full complexity of human experience. And this is one reason why I love today's reading from Matthew. John the Baptist is in a bad situation. He's been imprisoned, and he knows his life is soon to come to an end. We all know that prisons are not necessarily the most comfortable places today, but in first century Judean society under the Roman Empire, a prison was basically equivalent to death row. You just didn't get thrown in there for offenses. You were put in there when somebody was waiting for you to die. And from this prison, from this hopeless place where John had no hope of living as a free man again, he saw a glimmer of hope. And just like we in Advent await the return of Jesus and celebrate his birth into history, John hears about Jesus. He hears about this guy that might be the Messiah that he had been prophesying about. And John wants to know, is Jesus the one? So he sends word. He says, he sends his followers to ask Jesus, are you the Messiah? How many of us have been in some situation similar to John, bound up by forces beyond our control, greater than us, trapped and hopeless? I can imagine one of the worst things for somebody in that kind of situation would be false hope, something that lifts you up only to send you crashing back down to the earth. A brief illusion that things might be better only makes that wake-up call all the worse. And John certainly would have been hoping that his life prophesying would not have been in vain, that he may one day see the fruits of his efforts, that the Messiah would come. And so he wants to be sure that this hope is true and his fears are misplaced. 
So John sends word to Jesus. When we take a step back and we think about Christmas, one of the interesting things to think about for me is, is why do we celebrate it when we do? We don't know for sure what day on the calendar that Jesus would have been born. So why December 25th? While we can't know for sure without traveling back in time, and there are all sorts of theories as to what the real origin is, I think there's a beauty in where it falls in our calendar. For the vast majority of human history, winter would have been incredibly hard. More people would have fallen ill or passed away during the cold months than in the entire rest of the year. As mentioned previously, the days, the lights outside would have been getting less and less. The nights would have been longer and longer. Combined with the cold, things would have felt hopeless. And yet, it is in a time such as this, where it seems like all is lost, that our Savior is born, or at least that we celebrate it. And how did ancient humanity survive these tough winter months? Certainly not on their own. They made it through by working together and taking care of one another. Those that struggle or have needs that they cannot meet on their own are blessed by those around them. Interestingly enough, this is how Jesus responds to John in a certain sense, right? When John asks, are you the Messiah? Jesus responds, well, the blind are receiving their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. Jesus is saying that you can tell when something is holy by the fruits Right? It's not necessarily some sort of works-based meriting thing, but a good tree bears good fruit, right? And you can see this good fruit in the fact that people are being cared for. And not just any people, but the people that are often excluded from society, the people that wouldn't have been able to provide for themselves, those that are totally helpless, the blind, the deaf, the sick that are excluded. These are the people that Jesus is saying, I have brought them back into community with you. He's providing a vision of who he is by demonstrating what he does, by what the kingdom of heaven is like. And so this Advent season, I pray that you are not hopeless, that you can enjoy the cold weather with hot chocolate, spend time with loved ones, and yes, maybe watch a Hallmark movie or two, maybe just one, but the community we have with one another is but a foretaste of what is coming with Christ's return. John the Baptist may have been the greatest of those born among women, but the kingdom of heaven is a community where all support all in full communion with God. What could be greater than that?
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church with special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, so join us every Sunday for the 5 o'clock service at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org, S-T-M-A-R-K-S-Houston.org.